0: Welcome back to the fourth episode in this magazine series. Here, you'll meet Chris Fraser, Chief Finder Business Development for Toronto-based printing company, Movable Inc. In this episode, you'll hear actionable takeaways for printing magazines, including how to get started. Chris shares his bankable insights, including specifics about magazine size, paper choices, the importance of proofing, delivery, alterations, and scheduling all starting with the end in mind. Chris details why and how print-on-demand, or POD, magazines may or may not be feasible for the future of the magazine production industry, as well as ideas for funding your magazine with so many incredible examples along the way. Now, you'll get the most out of listening to this episode if you have some knowledge of the printing industry and its terminology. If you're fairly new to the industry, I recommend first listening to episodes 97, 98, and 99, the three-part ABCs of GCM series, so that you're introduced to some of this important terminology that Chris uses throughout the episode. This episode is part of a guest lecture series in GCM 720 Magazine Production and Publishing in the Creative School at TMU. Okay, let's listen in hello chris
1: hello diana
0: (laughs) and hi everybody okay we're back we're back we're back and we have our second guest of the day here with us Chris Frazier of Movable Ink. And I'm excited to get into this conversation about what it means to kind of print magazines in this day and age. And uh, Chris will tell you more about himself, but he is a longtime member of the printing industry. And he's here to kind of give us some actionable takeaways and things that we can think about if we're wanting to print magazines in the future. So, welcome, Chris.
1: Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Welcome, everybody. Long weekend. I think everybody's excited.
0: I am. I am, I am, I am. Okay, let's jump right in, shall we?
1: Fantastic.
0: Okay, I'm going to ask you some questions. So maybe the best place to start, I think, is just to give us a bit of a background to yourself and to your connection to print and to magazines and how all of this puzzle fits together.
1: So I'll start by saying I love magazines. You know, they're coming from a printer, that's probably a good thing to start off with. And I've I've been involved with magazines really since I was at university, f- about 40 years ago. Um, so I started the printing business about 40 years ago. If, if you need some humor in your life and you want to watch a funny YouTube video uh, in the comfort of your home, not at your office, I would encourage you to look at Warren Rabbit, W-R-E-B-B-I-T-T, I think it is, I love print and uh, it's it's, uh, it's very funny and uh, it kind of typifies what uh, what print is all about. Um, again, with Audrey and Issue and all these great digital tools that we have and now ChatGBT and Jasper and AI and all those good things, um, you know, analog is is still got a place in, in your consciousness and your attention. Um, big fan of magazines because they're tactile. I'm a very curious person, like to hold on to things and learn from them. Um, and Margaret Atwood had a great line for me when we were at the Writer's Trust uh, dinner at Bank of Montreal. She said, Chris, digital's great, but you got to remember one thing about digital. It's great till the power goes out. So, you know, obviously over the last 24 hours, not a lot of people are having fun without their power. Um I also want to backstop who I am in terms of, you know, movable. Movable is celebrating 40 years of being really a designer's best friend when it comes to taking creative projects and getting them onto paper or posters um, in Liberty Village. And uh, so I kind of play chief finder there in terms of finding new opportunity. So it all started, uh, sounds like WKRP, uh, in Sackville, New Brunswick. uh, When I was at Mount A, I graduated in 81, and I launched Tantramar Magazine, which was kind of, if you can think of cottage life now, it was, it was kind of a precursor, like a Yankee magazine back then uh, during the summer of 81. The challenge with the summer of 81 is Canada Post staff, I guess, retired from delivering mail. So they took the summer off and killed the magazine. So so I went from there to Halifax Magazine to sell advertising, think uh, kind of Toronto life in terms of Halifax. And then I, I started, uh, launched, um, uh, controlled circulation newspaper in Halifax called the South Ender, which was sold to, uh, to Harry Steele. Fast forward to today, kind of pre COVID. Um, I've spent the last 23 years, 24 years putting Liberty village on the map with a lot of talented people, which is where is located. And so I helped kind of support and, and get uh, successful the Parkdale Liberty village newspaper. We've done a couple of different Liberty village magazines, controlled circulation magazines, And then one that I'm very excited about is Dave Bedini's West End Phoenix, uh, which is a newspaper, but it's got several supplements, magazine supplements. And David, I think, typifies, you know, what it's uh, what it's all about. Um, In in my estimation, uh, Diana, you know, Sunday morning with a cup of coffee, it's it's either a newspaper or magazine. It's it's still uh, it's still comforting. And again, just to finish your question, it's it's not about me today. I'm hoping that some of the bankable ideas we're gonna talk about are, are about your publication intent and passion and interest to uh, to move forward. So hope that helps in terms of giving you a background.
0: It does, thank you, thank you. So I guess maybe maybe we can start by zooming out. So we know a yep. little bit about you and we know a little bit about your role working directly with, with print and with magazines. Um, but if we if we zoom out a little bit, what do you think should be considered before launching a publication? Like, where does one begin thinking about launching a print publication?
1: So that's that's a great question. I I, bet, I imagine I'm probably not the best person to answer that we, if we had Martha Stewart on the, on the, on the call. <laughs> well, we don't have Martha. I'm um, I, so again, I'm, I'm going to bring the printer's perspective in, and, and again, you know, because again, it's it's an assembly of creativity on paper that ends up in people's hands is is the basic essence of it. So I, I think really the success of your publication that's that's assuming you're going to do something on your on your own for a special interest or. Uh, for a community organization or whatever, outside of an organization or corporation, if you're doing um, because it, because it tends to follow a corporate path, but when it's entrepreneurial and outside, um, it's, it's, it's a little different. So as chief finder at mobile, I've, I've seen a lot of different formats come to the, come to the fore. Um, and obviously a lot of these formats are ad supported. Uh, just like Facebook is and, and Google is. So the reason that magazines are 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 having challenges is is getting that ad support. So I think it's it's one thing having the publication concept in mind. The second is is how am I going to afford it? Um, I want to start with a fundamental question though in terms of to answer your question, Diana, with a question and and that's really kind of a 10 word or less answer. You know, the publication that you're starting why are you doing it? You know, why are we doing this publication? And what are we introducing in this publication that's not out in the marketplace already, already covered? Like, I think those are important because, you know, your fame and fortune, if you're you're pursuing it with the magazine is going to depend upon that answer. you know, So I think having that is is a very, very good thing. Uh, there's a great book that I'm reading, if anybody's interested, Called "How Big Things Get Done" uh, by Bent uh, Flyberg, uh, out of Denmark, and it talks about that that essence. So I, I think the the genesis of it all is is to put a plan together. Uh, SWOT analysis, if if you're getting getting excited about it in terms of strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, or you go to strategize or put a business canvas together. Um, so you've got it down on a piece of paper. Eighty percent of success comes from things that are written down um Nicola Hamilton who's the president of RGD and Sabrina at Issues Magazine at 1489 Dundas Street I think it probably have one of the nice mag- nicest magazine shops in the city of Toronto if, if you're looking for a nice spring walk on Queen Street or in that area that's 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 well worth it Joanne Saul at Type books on Queen Street you know if you're down in New York City Casa Magazines you know uh Mag Culture in London if you're if you're global they're, they're, they're all catering to that interest of of something that is has got some longevity to it, has got some interest in it, and has got some brilliance in terms of creativity. Um, I think there are other organizations that can really help. Obviously, TMU is one of them. Uh, uh, RGD, uh, Hillary and her team do, do a lot of great programming. Um, the I, I, Prior to today, I, I spoke to Kim Cole. Kim is the guiding light behind Magazines Canada. Magazines Canada is in a reset mode, uh, which means basically that they're having they're having real challenges to to see magazines through these days, starting from the number one magazine in the country in terms of circulation, which would be McLean's, to you know the top ten, top twenty, et cetera. Um, so I, I think you want to get into discovery mode first. You you know you want to before you talk to the printer, you know why am I doing this? What market or niche is it going to uh, fit into? And, and you know, what kind of joy am I going to get from doing this is, is I think, the start of it, uh, to, to answer your question, Diane. Does that answer your question?
0: It does. And you gave lots okay. of great lots examples of, great- of people who are uh, helpful along the way or who are able to kind of um, what they're doing in this space, like Nicola, who we had in our class uh, a couple of months ago. So, yeah, it's neat to see some of this kind of overlap um, in, in, in people and resources and and what what we can do as as early magazine publishers, independent magazine publishers, all of this kind of interconnecting is awesome, is really, really awesome. Absolutely. So uh, now I want to zoom in. I want to zoom okay. in on what maybe kind of some of the, the nitty gritty print the details. Yeah, yeah. So okay. what what do you believe must be considered before moving forward in the production process? So let's say that we have an idea we've kind of thought about the why and those 10 the 10 word answer and we're kind of we're moving forward and it's moving quickly and we want to print it what the heck do we do next
1: so I think there are two two next steps first look at your bank balance and figure out who's going to pay for it Um, (laughs) I think that it's important to uh, to think fondly of your friends and family of course this weekend it could be a sponsored publication that, that a company wants to, to tag along with, or it could be a GoFundMe campaign. I've, I've, I've certainly been involved in projects where GoFundMe is, has worked out very well. But I think the fundamental is, is, I think you want to connect with a printer you have confidence in, number one. And number two, you want to have a printer that's that's kind of excited about your project, about your initiative, about what you want to do. And I think is is prepared to share uh, kind of the Wizard of Oz experience with you. They're, they're, they're <laughs> it's not about a quote. Quotes, uh, computers can do it. Chat GBT. You don't need a Chris or a movable in, involved. You, you you need a printer that's 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 vested. So to start, obviously, you want to start with size. Size does matter, and uh, a format in terms of number of pages. So obviously, landscape. Uh, you know the, the the different the different types of ways of a portrait or landscape. Uh, piece pagination you can build a dummy by taking you know printer paper and folding it and and kind of think it through and creating a dummy book um i would strongly suggest that you get real pricing um you know from a printer so i've 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 got the sscm spsfqp that does it it's a it's a what the hell is that? Um, it is the basic <laughs> element that go into a print estimate. And it's important to do that because it starts a conversation with the, with the person doing the estimate, the printer that's trying to help you and possibly the funders that, that are hoping that you become the next Martha Stewart. Um, so size starts, obviously, you know, we want to know what the final size is uh, of the publication, we want to know what side you know what what part of the size, typically the second number, eight and a half by 11, you're you're, you're typically binding on that 11 inch. So we want to be clear about that. Um, and, and you want to think about size in terms of maximizing every dollar that you're spending and making sure that you're using the entire sheet if you're if you're on a bigger press and that could be for other things you know that you're you're, you're including. You, you might need other promos, you might have blow-ins, et cetera, et cetera. Um, stock is the next or paper that you're going to be printing on. Um, I would suggest, unfortunately, what's happened in the printing business, um, there's been severe supply chain with, with everything else, you know, in the industry over the last, uh, you know, since May or March of 2020. Uh, so I, I think you want a printer that's that's going to say, here's a stock library of what coded and uncoated papers are available, what the weights are um, you can get dummy samples done up. So you actually have a book that, that looks like the magazine unprinted, that you can take around to advertisers or, you know, your family or friend financiers to say, this is, this is what's going to happen. And um, with the swatch and with the dummy books, you know, you've, you've, you've got to start. The next side is, is, is really the paper aspect. We're going to talk about a little bit about the 20, 40, 60% rule. And those are rough guesstimates, but if you looked at an estimate, if you looked at the real costs in an estimate, paper is 20% of a digital project, 40% of an offset project, and 60 to 70% of, an, of a web project. A web project would typically be a Maclean's magazine. And uh, so again, all paper, as you know, is, is bought by weight. It starts on a big web, it's sheeted for a sheet fed press or for a digital press. So that percentage is important. Uh, for you to understand, um, you know, and and on the paper again, you know, as we watch the planet burn up, um, you want to maybe talk about the environmental side if it's FSC paper, you know, all the benefits there if if, if that's important or relevant to the publication. The colors are next. Um, typically, uh, if you were to say Chris on, you know, in, in on average. Publications you're working with typically they're all CMYK. They're all four color. Um, you obviously can embellish colors uh, in a publication with with added colors, but typically it's four color. Um, one of the things that I would encourage people listening today to do is, if if, the, if they're really intrigued with printing in terms of analog, you know, uh, records know, records are coming back, so I think there is a future. Um, the Pocket Pal 21st Edition is available on Amazon. For 1990, 1999, uh, you know, from from the U.S. folks, so you can buy that for a complete kind of education on on all elements. Materials supply, typically it's it's final in design print ready files that are that the design community or somebody has put together. Uh, a footnote in terms of bankable idea, even though I'm not involved in production, and typically production wants to have sales as far away from production as possible. Um, you want to include the native file. And the native file is important because the last minute changes because you know, PDF does lock down basically the file. So you, you want to give the printer you know, the chance to uh, to help you out at the last minute if if, uh, if required. Proof supplied, really critical. Um, yes, you can do PDF sign offs and all that kind of stuff, but there's an old printer saying that always is in the back of my head, there's never enough time to do the job right, but there's always enough time to do again. So you want to get it right the first time. Um, so I I'm a big, big fan of, of getting a tangible proof. So typically those could be digital proofs um that are generated off the file, or they can be printed proofs like on a on a digital press so you can see your final book. The double benefit of a digital proof on a final book is you can use that to to pre-sell, you know. We've done it for homemakers, a number of different publications where we mock up the publication. So you're doing it on the paper you're gonna use, you're doing a cover spread and an internal spread. So you can go around and say, you know, in your show and tell, you could say, this is what the publication is gonna look like and feel like. So important, just just a footnote, get get the paper, touch it, make sure it's, it's what it is. Now, again, in the supply chain, if the printer is saying or equivalent, you're gonna to have to, unfortunately, like a rental car, you might have to agree to an equivalent paper, but you have to make sure you you, you know what it is. Uh, last minute uh, last minute surprises are not good in the printing business and uh, and and for sure uh, sign off the proof. When you're into finishing, um, you you really have a number of different options, obviously saddle stitching, stitching on the spine, uh, perfect binding, collating and and uh, wrapping a cover around. Uh, lay flat, which is again, if you've got a publication that's that's technical in nature, that's going to maybe be highly used, it, you might break the spine. Um, so, so those are, are important elements there. Um, and I would ask, if you're dealing with a printer, ask to see something that they've done recently, you know, on this paper that re- represents something similar to what you're what you're talking about doing. Um, Printers love their portfolios. They love to show off the work that they've uh, worked hard to do. So it's it's always good to uh, to do that. Quantity and price is a is a really interesting side of things. Digital typically is is where small runs are done. Digital uh, digital printing offset tends to be larger runs. So that's ink on paper. So your digital is you know you're going from maybe one to a hundred you're starting to offset 100 to 500 publications or a thousand you know these these are random numbers you know you can you can ask ask your printer or the estimator to 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 figure those out. And then if you're working if JK Rowling happens to be a neighbor of yours and wants to you know to you you to help her, help her out with Pottermore or something a publication globally, you're going to have to go web on that. So that that's a much bigger deal. And uh, so God be with you on, on that. And uh, I haven't had a lot of experience in that. But uh, you certainly want to make sure that those those quality control or quality assurance sides of things are covered off each time, because that 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 is really big money when you have 60% of your total costs in paper. Uh, and those things are moving very quickly on the web press. The highlight section is, is one area that I'm a big fan of pushing. in. that is you're not just asking for an estimate. You're asking, you're saying, Chris or Movable or Sylvia or whoever the person is that's doing the estimate, tell me a little bit more about what you think we should do. So it's, 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 a, it's an interdependent discussion. It's, it's not a one-for-one. One. It, you're, you're getting some experience there. If, um, print ingenuity, I think, can be very good. It could be, yes, we have different paper that's better better priced, you know, we can get paper more easily, et cetera, et cetera. Delivery is very important because it's F.O.B. Be the plant. So you're going to have to get it to the destination, your readers somehow. So that can be everything from going to Canada Post, uh, which is, you know, always exciting, to a newsstand, uh, to direct distribution, which is what uh, Dave Benini does with uh, with the uh, West End Phoenix. He actually he actually has volunteers that come out and deliver the newspaper across the uh, across the city, which is kind of cool. Uh, sales tax, obviously HST is I think 13% or maybe it's with a new budget, it's more. Um, alterations, alterations are again, getting back to quality control and quality assurance. That's why I've been with Movable for 25 years with the proofreading. Um, you wanna make sure you're as perfect as possible prior to going into proofing stage, because once you get onto press, it's a very expensive time to be changing the publication. Uh, Cause typically, you know, you've got to make ready. If you're if you're in an offset situation, you've got new plates. So you want to watch the alterations. Typically printers are doing um, COD these days for first time clients. So you can expect to have to pay for your publication uh, upfront. Um, and it's not because printers don't like doing new publications. It's just it's, it's a low margin business and, and uh, you have to, uh, to make sure that um, you're going to be paid. You don't want to start with free. Can I do this publication with you for free? You know, I get asked all the time. There's a million and one causes out there, you know, that are all amazing and all that good stuff. If you've got a limited budget, ask the printer, come with a package and say, Here's what I wanna do, here are the reasons and see if they are interested in helping you out. Free is not an easy one. You can't put thanks in the bank or I, I haven't figured out how to do it. So it's it's, it's a tough one. Uh, scheduling, scheduling is critical because a printer might be like us where you have certain times of the year which are filled with annual reports and things like that. So you wanna be very specific and that can help your cost too because things tend to quiet down in the printing industry in the summer. Uh, because people are away on vacation. If you're using Canada Post, um, I would strongly suggest for distribution, if it's a controlled circulation pub, um, call up Canada Post, sit down with a a rep and learn about weights, learn about how Canada Post accepts uh, the publications into their systems, which uh, can um, can be something of value. I would certainly ask your printer if they can do it internally, because uh, that can be a huge benefit. Because now you're not paying for a courier over to a garage or to a warehouse to to move the publication. Um, and I, I'm I'm a big fan of production values. You know, it's 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 yes, we all have digital cameras and that's great. But I, I think it's really important to even run some tests. You know, which you can do on digital now very easily and very inexpensively to see what a page looks like with an image. And, and just see. I, I had a I had a discussion with a client yesterday who wants to take and, and, you know, basically drop images, do this publication. It's a one-off publication, literally one copy, you know, with, with huge black solids and, and images and images crossing gutters and type knocked out of the black. You want to walk through with the printer how that's going to take place and how best to set up the file. Is the black needing a bump underneath it in terms of, you know something to bolster the block etc cetera, etc cetera, so it turns out well uh, you're going to need some other kind of cost effective promotional things if, if you're going to sell this or you know however you're going to monetize your publication so printers today typically can do pop-up display systems and things like that to give you an environment uh, that is worthy of um you know your your publication and uh i'm a big fan of thank you notes because often uh, I find clients don't ask if you know if there's extra space on the on the sheet or whatever um you know that they can use for other things. Thank you notes, uh be it to your subscribers, be it to your sponsors, your advertisers, be it to your family who's giving their hard-earned dollars to you, whatever, you know, whatever it is. Uh you can you can you you can do an awful, awful lot of interesting things with uh you know with some dialogue.
0: All great that- tips. Yeah, that's like that's like GCM 101 in yes, uh, yes. in a 10 minute span. So that's, no, that's really, that. no, it's good. It's really helpful. I mean, I asked for the nitty gritty details and, and I think you gave them to us. So I, yeah, there's so many moving pieces, but some of those those tips and tricks and things that your years of experience have, have uh, afforded you to tell us, we appreciate it. Thank you.
1: The key thing is you can't erase ink mm. or tar. It's tough, you know? So you, you wanna get it right the first time, and so you want to spend the time. Printing has has vastly increased in terms of speed. And, and that's both good and bad. And so so, so you really want to you know, kind of think it through before begin with the end in mind before you uh, you let the press go and let the press people do their magic.
0: Yes, totally. Now, I had a question for you, kind of a spin off question, if I may. So, no. you talked about the fact that print is expensive and finding a way to to fund your magazine through traditional or non-traditional routes is often required. Have you ever seen, and it just popped into my head and maybe it's not even feasible, but for example, we have print-on-demand books through Amazon, through another number of other retailers. Lightning Source in the States was, when I worked in the book industry, they were the ones who did them. Blurb. Um, Blurb, yep, yep, Blurb. So POD, print-on-demand magazines, is that ever going to be a thing? whereby you don't have to, as a publisher, fork over the cash to then get a whole slew of magazines that may or may not sell a print-on-demand version whereby one magazine is sold, therefore one magazine is made, and so on and so forth.
1: So I, I think those are the models that are going to redefine the industry in the future. And and print, you know, it, it's an interesting point. Is it expensive or is it valuable? I would argue it's depend- I would argue the latter. It's valuable. I am not sure. It, it's hard to it's hard to compare, you know, print and, and digital, uh, you know, the whole whole thing. But um, so the print on demand business is is great. But what you've got to do, there's, there's companies like Webcom in the city that, that print uh, textbooks on demand. So that effectively is your model, you know, that you're talking about. So instead of printing a big textbook or, or, or if I'm a publisher holding on to inventory of a lot of textbooks, they literally print on demand the textbooks that are needed by the current number of students would 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 a printing firm look at print on demand in terms of not holding inventory they would but you'd have to set up a system to monetize that so that's probably kind of a shopify engine that sits up you know with with Audrey's issue magazine and the file is with the printer and you're guaranteeing the printer each time you know a purchase comes in that that magazine is covered off in terms of the costing. In our production, we're doing custom work on each and every project. So we're not set up to do, you know, to wait for the market to come to us. Uh, we're, we're in a production timeframe that's, that's that's you know, we got to keep things movable. Um, but it, it's an interesting model, but you'd have to guarantee the printer or guarantee the company that's doing POD, um, Printing effectively is 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 time. You're buying time on a press. So if if, if you're saying, yeah, I've got this, Diana Varm has come up with this amazing publication that is going to revolutionize printing and and all that kind of stuff. And, and you know, I want to buy it. And each Amazon order triggers a, a you know, printed piece. There are firms, Diana, that will do that, but they're set up to do that.
0: Yes, of course. So the
1: average printing firm, I I would be hard pressed in in in, in Canada to think of somebody that could, could do apart from webcom for textbooks, which is is a is a bigger deal um, because they've got that scoped. When we talk about blurb and moo.com and Vistaprint and and all of the folks that do the do-it-yourself, it's great. But they're set up to do a specification that's very specific. If you want to go beyond that, you, you know they they won't do it. So that's that's I guess where where the two meet. So yeah. it's it's, it, it's got merit. Um, it, it it would be hard for a printing firm to do that unless they could be guaranteed that that press is punching those out seven twenty four three sixty five.
0: Right. Right. And absolutely. Like the the systems, the workflow systems would have to be there to make that in any way feasible possible logistically, cost-wise and other otherwise. But yeah, it's it's just something that popped into my head. I thought, I don't know that I've ever seen that, but I mean, if the systems exist for print-on-demand books, why could they not exist for print-on-demand magazines and would that be a more kind of democratized entry point for new publications?
1: Well, typically, so, so, so what you've got with a blurb and, and and those kind of engines is effectively that. So instead of the one-offs, you, you can get a certain number so you're not holding inventory of, of publications to meet the demand, whether it's coming on a Shopify engine or whatever to, to, to meet your needs. I'm a huge, huge advocate when somebody says, well, Chris, I need 5,000 magazines. So I say, well, okay, that's great. What do you need five thousand magazine? Well, we did five thousand last year. Okay. Well, insanity is expecting a different result by doing the same thing every day. So, what what is it that you really need? And typically, it's a fraction of that because there's nothing worse in this day and age to have to recycle expensive printing. Right. It's expensive because it's not been monetized or not been used, you know, and it has Mm -hmm. to then go back through and and. um, Anyways, hope that answers answers the question. It's a great idea, but i think that's a function of 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 you know bringing somebody taking that on and and really exploring that uh here in the here in the marketplace
0: so maybe we can kind of Uh, steer end the conversation because for students they may have to jump off in a couple of minutes it's technically the end of class very soon but we also want to hear your your kind of bankable ideas or things that you believe are going to move the industry forward or things that that will move their publications forward in print so any any thoughts there
1: yeah i'll do i'll do a very quick summary uh, typically, these publications are at supported or they're supported by somebody. So so you can you somebody's can be family and friends The somebodies can be paper merchants that want samples or paper manufacturers, etc. Or you can do what what, you know, what Dave Bedini does and you get get a sponsor, you know, that that kicks in a gear and, and helps out. Tavi Jevonson was was, you know, great fashion fashionista. Um, different format that she did instead of doing a monthly publication. She did a yearly publication with Rookie. I think it's very cool, kind of a summary type publication. Toronto Public Library, uh, there's an awful lot going on there in terms of their young voices. Uh, Nicola Hamilton, I don't know if she talked about it. Everybody's looking at book clubs. She's suggesting magazine clubs so that everybody can read the magazine article easily and, and, uh, and enjoy it with your magazine. Kim Coles at Magazines Canada needs help, so if there are people listening today that want to get really into the magazine business, I'm sure she'd love to hear from you. Um, LinkedIn InMail, um, it's not just a magazine that lives and, and helps you promote the magazine, it's, you know, your whole social structure. I'm a big fan of LinkedIn, not, not against Facebook or others, but LinkedIn tends to have a business focus to it. Um, you know, getting that, why am I doing the publication, is, is really critical, uh, I, I think the only other thing just to finish off, you know, some of the things to watch out for, you know, workflow is changing. There's no question. ChatGPT has just, just changed the whole content side gone, you know, from word to a language structure. So so that will uh, will change things. Magazine stands were part and parcel of checking out at Loblaws. Now they're not when you're self-checking out. So she's, she's intrigued with that. Um, the... You know, longer term, one of the biggest challenges the printing industry has is paper, which relates to diapers, you know, uh, medical products, etc. So I, I think that's going to continue, but finding better ways to do that. Uh, attention deficit disorder. You know, how to use the magazine to to keep people interested. Well, they're haptic. You, you can put things at the back end, you know, that are that are foiled, that, that 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 are attractive, that 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 add value to your magazine. Banana Republic started as a as a uh, as a catalog. That, that became a magazine with writers. So it doesn't just have to be a, a standard magazine format. Uh, it was a coffee table piece. I still have it, uh, it's brilliant. And, um, you know, magazines are you know defined as periodicals contain a collection of articles, stories, pictures, and other features. Uh, you know, I think periodically people will like to have kind of a reprieve from the digital tornado that that is called the web, constantly hitting them. And I think there's a huge, option to supplement your screening life with your magazine life. So I I think it's a good time to be in the magazine business. I hope that helps.
0: It does. Me too. I need my eyes over the last couple of days have been really tired. And I'm like, what what is going on? And I I just once I step away from my screen, I'm like, Oh, (laughs) there's this whole other world. And we can live here with tactile products and, and things to read on paper. And it's kind of a nice, a nice thing so
1: they 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 never turn off they're always there for you to pick them up and and show some love to them and uh you know and 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 embrace them and and so it's i'm not saying that the ipad's not the same but uh it's 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 just a different model and and print works very well with with digital I, i in fact i think it's a it's a killer combo with qr codes and and different things like that so hope that helps and if people want any additional information want to talk about a new pub brought me a line and I'm happy to provide you some ideas and, and, uh, and if we can help, great. If we, uh, I'm happy to suggest other people. It's, it's not about cooperative. It's about competition these days. It's mm-hmm. not about competition. So hope that helps.
0: Incredible. Thank you so much, Chris. Absolutely. And thank Have you. A great, long weekend. Thank you, you too. And thanks everyone for, uh, for hanging in and we will, I will see you next week, next week. So, Bye for now. Have a great long weekend.